Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, March 28th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Page Dow Show, episode 25, hosted by Epic Dylan, Riona Morgan, and CD Vagabond. Let's take a listen. This is the Page Dow Show, hosted by Dylan, Epic Dylan, CD Demicio, and me, Rihanna Morgan. So welcome, everyone. I see Odd Writings has joined us on the stage. Yay, excellent. And so I, I'll just introduce myself a little bit, and I'll give a little bit of background on CD Demicio, and then I will call on Epic Dylan to introduce himself. So I'm Rihanna Morgan. I am co-host here at this show. I'm also senior uh, senior editor of Vagabond Magazine. I am creator and founder of the Roving with Rihanna Craft of Writing online writing series. I am the author and founder of the Seven Love Stories Literary NFT Collection. And hmm, what else do I do? I'm also a Web3 writer who loves to write all the time, all these things. So welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here listening now or in the future. And C.D. Demicio, he is our other co-host and he is the actual editor-in-chief of Vagabond Magazine, and we have a new one of those getting ready to drop any day now. So he's working his fingers to the bone over there, and he's going to join us here pretty soon. But he is the founder of Vagabond Magazine and all sorts of other amazing things that that he uh, fills our entertainment hearts with. And then now I'm going to pass it over to... Epic Dylan, who is the founder of Page Dow, and I'm going to have him introduce himself and tell us what he wants to talk about today. All right, all right, all right. Well, thank you so much for kicking us off, Rihanna. Um, yes, indeed. My name is Epic Dylan. I'm the founder of the Page Dow and uh, Wit Publishing, and I've been around for a bunch of different stuff here in the Web3 movement. Um, we've always really tried to. Uh, focus on free open source software. And, and so one of the things that I'm thinking that we should talk about at least a little bit today um, is, you know, how the metadata standard uh, for books that, that we're creating is coming along. And and so I, I think it's amazing that Odd Writings could be here today because he's, he's involved with that. Um, I think it's awesome that you're here, Riona. Um, we'll be joined by CD shortly. So, it, so it'll be great for, for him to be here as well. Um, and I, I kind of think that maybe one of the things we should do today um, is is to devote a little bit of time to that. I think we should talk about the uh, the current state of Vagabond Magazine. Um, and then I guess maybe we can also discuss uh, sort, sort of what's happening with the PageDAO V2.0 uh, mentor and, and kind of, you know, how, how things are progressing with the rollout of the new tech there. So uh, what, what would you think about that, Rihanna? 
I think that sounds great. I think that sounds great. And um, maybe we could have Odd Writings introduce himself since he's on the stage with us too. And then we can jump open op, um, jump into the open source, open source software piece really quick. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so, go for it. Oh, so, uh, my name is George, but you can call me Odd. Um, I'm a poet with a background in uh, computer programming. And uh, so I'm interested in a lot of the metadata standards that we're thinking about doing here and publishing and mixing those things together with NFTs. Uh, and uh, that's me. And on to you, Riona. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, I thought that it would be good if we talked a little bit about what the Web3 book standard um, open source software. Is that what you're wanting to talk about, Dylan? First thing? I feel like that's a great place to start. I mean, there, there's there, there's so much happening in the Web3 publishing space these days uh, because, I mean, as as you know better than anyone, the, the number of different outlets that enabled people to do a book on the blockchain is is coming up, you know, uh, very, very rapidly. We're, we're seeing new people enter the market and we're seeing a proliferation of different tools um, that enable people to store their books on you know, on, on the one hand, like either Arweave or IPFS, you know, so decentralized right. storage cloud basically is where these things live. And then you can index those to a public blockchain. So we've got SoulType, we've got Riedel, we've got Alexandria Labs, we've got the PageDAO like in-house um, stuff. And, and and so there are a lot of different standards that, that exist today. Um, and, and across those different standards, it's... um. It's not always super clear, I guess you might say, but like, you know, just exactly what's happening kind of behind the scenes, so to speak. So so I think there's definitely a component of that um, that, that can be addressed by this uh, metadata standard. You know, uh, it basically, you make something that's really good, you make that public, and then everybody that uses it says, I use this. And then, you know, there, there's sort of this uh, understanding of, of what's happening behind the hood that can... Uh, so it sort of be built or inculcated there. Um, and then I also think that having a standard that made it really easy to spin up a new marketplace might be um, just just absolutely a game changer. You know, it, it may be like the critical core piece of discovery uh, that, that enables NFT books to begin to, you know, circulate throughout the market. How are we doing so far? Sounds perfect. Sounds perfect. And the idea of a literary NFT marketplace, a book marketplace, sounds absolutely just like what you were saying, the exact thing that we all need. And so um, can we talk about how we've kind of compiled some thought leaders in this space and we've come together and we've, you know, had some meetings? Can we talk about that? Yeah, of course. Of course. I am... Uh... I, I'm going to all the meetings. I, I made a commitment at the, uh, at the the big call last week and said, hey, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to try and facilitate for everybody. I'm going to try to facilitate note taking and kind of like help these working docs, like, you know, kind of come into existence and support these various different working groups. Um, and I'm happy to say that we've had two of the working group meetings at this point. Uh, we had the product meeting and then we had um, earlier today, like the first technical meeting. So, so we're beginning to sort of get like a sense of, I, I guess, ideally, what we want to have be the thing that happens here, you know, so, so like very much product user experience, um, user interface type of um, type of thinking going on in the first call, 
Um, second call is a lot more concrete. You know, how do we apply this? Like, like, like where are we um, deriving the initial standard from? And then how are we going to knit um, the various different uh, substandards, you know, into that overarching? Uh, it's basically a container. It's like a data wrapper, you know, and, and anybody who wants to, whose book is on a, a public blockchain uh, should be able to um, basically register their assets um sure this thing so so that they would then subscribe to the the metadata standard which would be this open source thing um and you can just use it you know uh so so i I don't think it's probably all that beneficial to go into exactly what we're thinking there Um, oh sure sure no we need to keep it a little bit lighter uh but we we do have some ideas and we have calls coming up tomorrow and then two calls coming up on Thursday. So, so there's tons of exciting stuff to talk about there. Um, and, and I definitely will uh, pause for, for comment here. If, uh, if you or I would like to, to draw attention or discuss, uh, you know, a particular part of it in a little bit more depth here. Sure. Sure. Uh, George, do you want to jump in? Do you have some things to add? Well, just for a, for anybody that's listening to this in the future that that doesn't know about it, just uh, uh, that is essentially if you're an author and you subscribe to the standard, the idea is that uh, it'll give you a lot more flexibility in bookstores being able to find your books, NFT bookstores being able to find your books, and you know showing them and just reduce a lot of the friction because right now you have to go to all kinds of different places and different blockchains and. It's kind of all fragmented. So the the, the overarching idea is uh, the metadata standard is just to help smooth everything out and make it much easier for your stuff to be found and for you yourself to be found. Exactly. Exactly. I think that that's great. I do want to jump in and say that there are several working groups put together, and I am proud to say that I am in the dream, the dreamer group, the dreams group, where we get to come up with all sorts of lovely ideas that maybe are outside, outside of the box thinking. And so I'm super excited for our meeting that is coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pumped about the the one that's coming up tomorrow as well, which is the uh, well, okay. So so thus far we had um, the product call, and then we had the um, you know basically like development call earlier today, and then tomorrow uh, we we have the uh, what was the other group? There, there's the dream. So there's uh, the dream, the product, the adjust, a- asset registry. Technical implementation and AI integration. Yeah, so AI integration hasn't started yet, but um, I believe Luan will be with us tomorrow. And so we may get a a, a first uh, AI call uh, in the next week coming up. And and then tomorrow the the asset registry is going to be interesting too because we're going to be starting to think about like, um, okay, so if we assume that we have a metadata standard and every author um, is is going to be listed in the same way, like, okay, now we can think about going and getting that data and, and serving that up through like an API uh, so, so yeah. that, you know, somebody who wants to can either, you know, come directly, like make a query and get some information. Um, or maybe they can, uh, they can build an app that, that integrates with the standard um so 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 basically what we're talking about here is a way um to to manage this data that that is really really smart that can be shared between a a lot of different organizations here in the web3 publishing space and then also in addition to all of that can be built on top of 
Uh, so, oh man, I, I see we just got joined by CD too. So, uh, yay! Uh, I sent an invite to Cryptoversal as well in case he wants to jump on the stage. Excellent, excellent. Hello, everyone. Yeah, um, folks, if you're listening from home, we've been joined by Cryptoversal Books and by CD Vagabond. Uh, CD, are you there, buddy? Hey, I'm here. Thanks for uh, thanks for waiting for me. How's everybody today? <laughs> We're good, man. <laughs> we are good. I, d- I introduced you. So, and I think I did a good job, but you might want to introduce yourself too, just in case I missed, you know, three quarters of all of the beautiful things that you do out there. Oh, I, I, I bet you did a better job than I would, honestly. Um, okay, I'm CD. I'm a proud PageDAO member, founder and publisher of Vagabond Magazine, uh, writer of books, and teller of stories. That would be me. <laughs> that was a great intro. Fantastic. Um, okay, so, so when you go back, you'll, you'll be able to listen to the show and you, you can tell us which one uh, you prefer, CD. Uh, maybe, maybe we could have a poll. Who would do CD better today, folks? Uh, that is the question. Funny, funny. Well, Cryptoversal Books, you've joined us here on stage. Would you like to jump in and introduce yourself, too? Hey, Rihanna, thank you. Uh, I am Greg, founder of Cryptoversal Books and member of PageDAO, Web3 author and publisher, um, and trying all of the experiments and appreciative of everyone in the space who is uh, just reaching and stretching this technology, pushing it as far as it can go beyond the boundaries. uh, And it's a really exciting place to be. Here, here. Exactly, exactly. So Dylan asked me at the top of the show if I would be the MC today. So that's what I am doing. And so just to catch everybody up who's just recently joined us, we are talking about our open source Web3 books standard. And so we've kind of gone through the different meetings, uh, just a just a, a brief overview of what's happening. So what's been happening so far and where we're going later this week with the different meetings that are coming up and the different groups that we're all part of and that Dylan has made this amazing commitment to go to every meeting and be the spearhead for all of these things and be the the great note taker, the great scribe and to help move this project onward. And I just really feel like that this is just the most amazing thing, creating this marketplace for books that's searchable and usable and user-friendly for all the readers who are going to soon join us. So Cryptoversal Books and CD, if you want to jump in and add your piece to this, please feel free. Well, having a standard definitely uh, raises the, the, uh, the professional uh, standards, the professional levels, uh, and brings everyone together, brings, makes it an industry uh which which is which is exactly what we need uh ha- having having uh everyone uh raised up to the highest levels and interoperable and and discoverable um is is going to be uh huge and and i think i think this this standard is probably uh hopefully the the, the first of of uh you know several standards that's that's going to um, bring bring Web three up to up to the the, the level where where readers are going to say, oh, th- I I understand what this is. Once I understand what um, 
a Web3 publisher is putting out, what I, once I understand what a market is in the Web3 space, now I, I, get, I get the whole thing because it's all, the, it's all standardized and it's all standardized um, at, at a level where all, the, all the, the industry players have put forth their best ideas and everyone is, is using you know, the, the, the best available technologies and the best available um, implementations. Uh, so, so that's, it's, it's going, it's going to be, you know, a huge step forward for everyone. I agree. I agree. Definitely. 100%. It's going to be very exciting and it's going to create, um, such a, such a lovely place that we all collectively, all of the web three writers, all the web three publishers have created and built. And so this idea of being able to build the world that we want is so exciting so exciting so exciting so cd do you want to jump in and give um some of your thoughts towards the topic well i've got to be honest here i missed the meeting yesterday um that i (laughs) meant to attend we uh we changed the time got changed which it was really early for me here in hawaii it was 7 a.m meeting and then it got changed to 9 30 and somehow on my calendar i'd marked it as 10 30 so i missed it (laughs) But I caught the tail end of it, which was pretty interesting, which was um, which was Dylan and someone else who were still there. They were discussing uh, some of what's been going on. I can't really express things better than how Greg just did, though. I mean, it feels like what we're doing is we're actually legitimizing and like laying the groundwork for everything that's going to come later. And that's that's pretty neat. It's a pretty big process. Um, sometimes it feels a little daunting and overwhelming in terms of everything else that we're all doing in the space as well. But um, I do my best just to just to keep up with it as as, as I can, you know, within my skill set. Um, I think what's probably the most exciting for me is the conversations that are starting to happen about what the future of books are going to look like and how having a metadata standard um, ties into that. So that's, that's sort of where I'm at. That sounds amazing. I, um, I couldn't have said it any better than either two of you. And so I think that that's great. I'm going to send it back to Dylan and see if he has any other additional thoughts that he would like to add in on the topic before we zoom on to our next item on the agenda. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, so much. I, I want to take a moment to just uh, send some love to Indefatigable, um, who who is kind of like the, the the lead dev um, for all the PageDAO stuff, and who is uh, you know unfortunately traveling this week, so he's he's off having fun. Um, but basically, the thing is, uh, Robbie's ideas in this space are just. I mean, I mean, they're they're really 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 good ideas and and he's extraordinarily talented at, at creating technology that, that starts with those and builds on it um so i, I just want to take a moment to suggest to everybody who listens to this you know go to OpenSea, um scope out indefatigable um browse the man's nfts see if you can find something that you like and then support him by picking it up because you know we're here in the space because we care um, we're, we're doing all of this so that the world becomes better. Um, and, and, you know, uh, there, there's just nothing like, you know, having the support and love of, uh, of an audience of collectors as, as we move forward here. Excellent. Most definitely. Most definitely. We would not be 
standing on the foundation that we are on without him in any way. In any way. So yes, definitely. And his work is wonderful too. So yes, please, if you're interested, zoom around and snap some of it up. Okay. So the next piece on our agenda today is to talk about Vagabond Magazine. So CD, you arrived just in time to talk a little bit about all the exciting things happening over there and what's going on. So do you want to jump in and give kind of a sneak peek maybe at this next month's issue, talk about last month's last month's issue and where you're seeing what sort of vision you have for the magazine? Well, that sounds like an an opportunity I can't pass up. So Vagabond Magazine is getting better and better and better. Um, The amazing editors, Brianna Morgan, our senior editor, Cryptoversal Books, is uh, the editor of the Lit Space within Vagabond Magazine, which is a part of our magazine within a magazine concept. Uh, Then we have Quanta, who is just every time Quanta you know, puts something together and shows it. I'm just blown away uh, by the the visual acuity that that they have. And um, the next feature that they're going to be doing is an NFT NYC and some of the fashion that's going to be going on there. So we've got a fashion magazine. I mean, and it's it's a fashion magazine. It's like on a. I would say the work that Quanta is producing in there is on a par with like Vogue. Um, in terms of like a quality magazine that you're flipping through and, and that has interesting layout and an artistic um, style to it. I've also been talking with um, Schemata Obscura, who uh, is Dylan Murth, and um, about coming on and potentially bringing Schemata Obscura as the, the next magazine within the magazine. Now, Riona Morgan is going to be adding some stuff in the in the the next issue of Vagabond that I will let you talk about, but, um, but I think, I think you should talk about it a little bit, what you're going to do. Cause we, we touched on it a bit earlier today. Um, and then, yeah. So this next issue is amazing. It's, it's just so good. Like, first of all, our cover artist is Jan, who is the, the founder of peaceful groupies an Argentine artist, really well known. This guy has like, um, he's been at events where he's like, for an artist, he has like rock star status in Argentina. And um, he's just such a cool guy, a really um, kind, vibing kind of guy. You know, his, his project is called the Peaceful Groupies. So that should probably tell you something. But he did our cover. He's our featured artist of the month. Uh, in addition to that, we've got um, we've got a piece of fiction by Della Mers, which is short and really fun. Uh, there's a, some stuff by Olivia Rodriguez, our tech editor. Um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Olivia. We love the work that you do. Sorry you never come on the spaces with us. Um, and then the, there's just so much. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit from Cryptoversal about what, what he's got going on coming up in this next issue, because the last issue with all the reviews and just like the entirety of the lit space that he, he covered in there really just was so epic. Like Cryptoversal Books, you killed it on that last one. Oh, and I see you're not with us right now. But um but that's okay. So so that's what I've got going on. Riona, I want to hand it to you and um and also just say thanks for that opportunity to like share. Oh, one more thing. The next issue is going to be really 
key because it's going to be the first opportunity that you're going to have. I'm I'm publishing something with Creatokia very soon, and this is going to be the first opportunity to get on an allow list that will give you the option of getting getting several free pieces um, from something that you really don't want to miss. It's going to be big. It's going to be ongoing, and it's going to be going for quite a long time. So. A little bit of alpha, the next issue of Vagabond. Look for something from me on the inside cover. Hopefully I'll have it there in time. Oh my gosh, I'm just sitting here grinning from ear to ear. I'm so excited about all these things, all these things. Oh my goodness. I 100% agree Cryptoversal Books does an amazing job with the review section of the magazine and Quanta. I don't even know that they are so amazing and i agree with you 100 percent. it's so much like it, it it is vogue vogue on the blockchain right here it's just amazing their work is beautiful 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 and i'm super excited about your stuff with creatokia oh my gosh i cannot wait i cannot wait um and so then the little piece that that i want to add to vagabond magazine is i spend a lot of time with roving with rihanna and the craft of writing and i just think that it would be really great for it to have a place um where people because i pull in web3 writers a lot and i talk about their work and i talk about where i bought the work or where I collected it and how that works and what that's like. And, and so I just think that it would be really fun to have a roving with Rihanna section, the craft of writing within Vagabond magazine, where I can sort of highlight what we did last month and then talk a little bit about what we're doing going forward. And so it'll have pictures of the soulbound NFTs that people could mint. And it's just really, I just really feel like it, it would have, it could find a nice home there as far as um, exposure and then bringing people in and connecting other writers with other writers. And so I just think that that, that'll be fun. So thank you. I totally love that because I don't always, I almost never have the opportunity of coming and listening to your show, but I see some of the write-ups afterwards and it would just be so cool to, to have that right there front and center preserved forever on the, on the blockchain, you know, in Vagabond magazine. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think so too. I do also want to bring up that we are going to have a music NFT piece, um, a piece that um, I, I don't want to announce who it is yet because it's not um, it's not set in stone, but we do have an article written by a person who is in the music NFT realm. And so that's going to be featured in this uh, edition of Vagabond Magazine as well. I love so the, it, I love, I love the, yeah, I, I love the crossover effects of this where we get, uh, you know, artists of different types and get them together and have them contribute. So that's really good. I really like the idea also of the roving with Rihanna being in having a section in the CD and the Vagabond uh, mag magazine, um, especially because of the exposure for the, uh, for the, the, I, I consider them new people. Like when you pick a, when you pick a poem that you like and you pick them, it's usually somebody, an NFT that I've, I've never heard of the person before, so I'm. I'm I think that's really important to give uh, give voice to new people that are out there. 
I do too. I do too. And it's really, it's really so fun because I just go through and I pick out something that I like and I buy it and I talk about it on the show. And then I get, I get this immense joy from saying, Hey, this was featured on the show this week. And, um, and then they come in and they're like, Oh my goodness. And then they send me a DM and then we have this great conversation and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It is so fun and so exciting for me to to pull uh, new people and and talk to them and welcome in welcome them, you know, in a way to the Web3 publishing world in such a lovely fashion. So I'm having the the biggest blast. So, CD, do you feel like th that you that we've talked about Vagabond Magazine pretty well? Um, do we want to talk about anything going forward or do we want to talk anything about us being in New York City for NFT NYC and what we might have planned there? Well, let's talk about a couple things. First of all, let's talk about um, before we get to NFT NYC, the Web3 Academic Conference is coming up first. And that's that panel is going to be exciting. Um, the whole idea there that that I pitched, which they accepted was bootstrapping a Web3 magazine or bootstrapping a blockchain magazine and, and perpetually building and creating something from nothing, um, which is what we're all doing in this space. So I'm excited about that. Um, some of the speakers that I've invited to the panel, I hope hopefully everyone will make it, but you know, uh, Quanta, unfortunately, I don't think is going to make it, but we're still hoping that they will. But of course, Riona, uh, myself, I think Cryptoversal Books is going to be there. Dylan, I invited Indefatigable because he's such a like key part of everything that we're all doing here. Um, and what I'd love to talk about is just like all of the different pieces that come together to make Vagabond Magazine um, work, which it does. Um, it doesn't it doesn't make money yet. That's that's one thing we're still looking forward to the future on, but. Um, but it works and, and it's just getting better and better all the time. So it is really just a matter of time before we um, before we really start start going. And actually, uh, maybe it makes just a little bit of money, um, which is great because it means that we can share that between our editors. And hopefully at some point we'll be able to pay writers and to commission articles and things like that. That's what we're building towards. And the other thing that we're building towards is, you know, having Quanta like launch uh, their own magazine, having Riona, like, you know, hopefully Riona, we never lose you, but, but having you launch your own magazine, having Cryptoversal Books launches Lit Space and to have this be like Vagabond to be like the incubator for a bunch of like different magazines and zines and literary journals and things like that. That's the idea. So by the way, uh, Dylan, um, I did want to invite you if you ever have the time, I know how many things you're doing. But it would be fun to have a page Dow magazine within Vagabond magazine's section. And that would be something pretty cool. If you find the time and want to do that, you're welcome. Hey, totally, man. Um, everybody knows uh, I've been trying to get page Dow magazine up and running. Uh, we, we've had a few hits and, and a few misses. And then kind of the, the thing that's going on right now with it is is there's just so much going on all the time that I... I actually have, uh, have have quit doing all that much with it. We're we're looking at like trying to move it over to Mirror or Paragraph or something, and and get it to where it's like a little bit more well positioned uh, for like the Web three space, um, because 
you know, you, you hear guys like Greg Younger talk and they're, they're like, look, why are you doing Web 2? And it's like, you know, we're, we're, of course, all kind of of the persuasion that, you know, whatever it takes to, to get in front of a, an audience, you know, is, is kind of the way to go. Um, but but at the same time, you know, I, I do think there is uh, there is benefit, you know, to be, to be had by, by by using Web3 tech. And so, so we're looking at that and, you know, it's kind of slowing things down right now. Uh, but feel free to reach out to me in Discord if if you're interested. Uh, you know, if you're hearing this and you're like, well, you know, I'll I'll help out with Page Magazine. Then sure, okay, cool, come on in. Uh, just shoot me a DM and and we can work together on that. That sounds amazing. How fun is that? So great. And uh, CD, I'm not going anywhere. I don't want to have my own magazine. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> That's so much. <laughs> Good. That's such a relief to hear. I really don't want you to go anywhere. No, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Page Dow is my home. Vagabond Magazine is my home. This is where I am staying. <laughs> um, okay, so, so, let's talk a little bit more about Indefatigable and the Page Dow Minter and sing his praises a little bit or a lot and see see how all of that is going. I keep waiting for things to slow down so I can actually get some things minted over there because I have a pile of things ready to go. I just have not. I just need to. I need another me. That's what I need. Anyway, so Dylan, do you want to jump in and talk about uh, the Page Down Minter? Nothing would please me more. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good. So, so this week we, we've got kind of some special things going on. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody's following serious philosophy close enough to notice that an unpublished uh, or uh, a broken token has, has been published to to it. So, so token ID four is now there, um, and that is going to turn out to be Nicomachean Ethics from Aristotle, but it's currently broken, and I don't know why. Uh, so, so that that kind of tells you uh, the, the status of things at the moment. We're we're still, you know, I mean, it's it's obviously beta tech technology. Um, so, so we're still doing that, um, and, and we have our fifth and final uh, sort of beta testing platform partner. Uh, signed up. So so we've got a total of five of these things that are all in uh, various, you know, different states of construction. I, I think the first one and kind of the the main one that's that's online right now is the uh, NFT University Press. Um, so David Allen from SJU is uh, is running that one. And we've got Serious Philosophy, uh, Cryptoversal Books, Vagabond Magazine, and uh, Small Press are helping us with, with some beta testing. So a lot of time on calls, you know, getting the contracts figured out for this stuff and, you know, kind of getting the kinks ironed out as we go. Um, again, I just, you know, totally want to encourage everybody to, uh, you know, show Indefatigable a little bit of love, collect an NFT if you want to. Um, you know, have a good time. We're, we're here. It is uh, kind of kind of history in the making every day and, and just super, super special time here in Web3. As far as I'm concerned, um, really, really enjoying the process, the destination and all the great connections we're making on the way. Uh, yes. Go ahead. No, go has, jump right in. Yes, yes. Cryptoversal has made a triumphant return. I can see him in the audience and he's got his little hand up. So someone please bring him up here. Hey, there he is. Cryptoversal. 
Yay, yay, yay. Okay, so Cryptoversal, we were singing your praises when we were talking about Vagabond Magazine. And so we're going to circle loop back to that and have you jump in and talk about your lit space in inside Vagabond Magazine a little bit, if you're ready to go for that. Mm. I can't hear you. Oh, no. Oh, Audio no. Problem. Oh, no. Well, he will be back. He will be back. Well, and so then, oh, here, maybe. That's okay. So maybe he'll jump back on here. Testing one, two. Yay! That's <laughs> Yay! Excellent. All right. Uh, yeah, when I, when I first joined the... Um, Web3 space, uh, I, I, I was, I was putting out a, a little, a little, you know, personal newsletter thing that I did, um, to keep track of the very small number of publishers and platforms in the space. Uh, and it was very easy to do, um, because there, there weren't many books and there weren't many platforms and there weren't many publishers. And it's become a lot more difficult um, because there is there's so much going on and there's so much activity, and it's coming from so many directions. Um, so I'm I'm having a blast just just grabbing pieces of it and putting it into this lit space, and and there's 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 a piece coming from from a uh, brilliant poet from Cuba, and and there's there's information about um, you know platforms in in uh, platform in germany and 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 uh just all over the world uh the the web3 publishing space is coming alive and uh i i can't promise that i can capture it all but little little bits of it every every month uh there's there's going to be something something new and something different um and something about pushing boundaries and um, maybe a little cautionary tale uh in in this month about about um, a direction that uh we don't want to go in. And that's all. Ooh. That's all I'm gonna say about that. That sounds so dangerous. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, I absolutely love the work that you do. And thank you so much. And I wanna ask too, like um I asked Riona and I'll ask you too. Do you have any plans to eventually like launch out and take Lit Space independent? Um, make it its own magazine, or are you pretty happy having it inside Vagabond magazine? Because either way. I fully support it um, and want to make it, want to do everything I can to make it happen. Oh, goodness. I could never replicate all the work that you do uh, to, to wrap the Lit Space section in Vagabond magazine and put it out into the world. Um, so, for, you know, I have, I have no plans of taking it anywhere else. Um, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm very happy with where it is. Well, that's, that's awesome. Um, if you ever do decide to do that, um, it will be an amazing venture. So either way, uh, it's all good. But you always have a home in Vagabond Magazine, that's for sure. Awesome. I agree 100% Cryptoversal Books with that statement. I would never be able to do that. Like it's so classy and it's so beautiful and it's put together so well. And it's so many different places. Holy heck, no, no way, no way, no way. I love being a little thumbprint in the whole big, beautiful um, magic that happens every month. So no way. <laughs> I agree. I agree. 
Okay, so let's see. Does anybody else, so this is kind of like open hour time right now. Does anybody else have something that they want to bring up? Um, something else that they want to talk about? Something that they want to to mull around here in the Page Dow show? I want to actually jump in with just a, a little bit of something. Um, you know, the only way that I've managed to make ends meet these past couple of years has been through essentially through degening in NFTs and crypto and trading um, NFTs and, and also crypto. And so I, I want to suggest to people that this is a really good time to experiment with chains and to try different things because there's, there's all these things called airdrops that happen. And the airdrops um, are essentially dropping free money in your wallet if you're paying attention. So as you guys know, I, I founded Baldism, um, which is Bald Jesus. And one of the suggestions is transact on chain. And I can't emphasize enough that all these new chains that come out, whether it's Optimism or whether it's um, Arbitrum or ZK Sync is coming up, you should be on on these chains, experimenting, playing, and just using them because you never know when they're going to say, hey, we're going to drop a token. And suddenly you've got um, an unexpected gift of money coming straight from BJ. So anyway, I just want to suggest to everybody that you do that. If you need guidance or help on that, we've got a pretty um, good group of people that like know how to do this stuff in the Vagabond Magazine Discord and in our um, gated OG Alpha channel there, we, we get a lot of stuff coming through as well. So that's all I'll say about that. But thanks for the opportunity too. Yeah, definitely. That sounds amazing. Goodness. I, I, um, when things settle down a little bit in my life after New York City, I think that will happen. I might uh, join in and, and see about all of this because I know that I've collected some bald Jesusism things because it's so clever and so witty and I just really want to be involved in it. And, and it's just a few steps outside of the things that I have to be dedicated to right now, but I completely want to be involved. I completely want to. And, and there's, I saw today, I don't even know where I was. I saw somebody say something like, what is this? And that's what it was. They were talking about the bald Jesus stuff. And so I'm like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. That's so cool. Really? You, you yeah. Saw it out in the I don't even know where I was. Wow. I don't. E I can't even remember. I, I talked to like nine million people today. So yeah, crazy. I know. I know. I know. Well, and Dylan was there because he's like, "Oh, that's our friend CD." Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, it's very cool. So congratulations. It's going very well out there. I'm, I'm, I'm sending good thoughts all the time, even though I'm not there personally cheering. Um, and so then Dylan or Odd or Cryptoversal, do you guys have anything you want to add in? Because I have something that I've been mulling around a lot, thinking about, that I thought would be fun to talk about. But why don't you just tell us? Yeah, I think yeah, I'll, I'll come up with something else here in a sec, but it sounds like you got something great. Well, and so it's kind of a brainstorm sort of situation where um, the general populace of people kind of have a frown when it comes to the word or the group of letters NFT. And so I'm like, how can we 
talk about a literary NFT without saying a literary NFT. <laughs> How can we talk about this really, really cool new thing that exists that's different, so different than an ebook, um, so different than um, the independent publishing that people talk about? Because I, I, I am in groups and writers groups and things like that. And I'm talking about it with them. And they're like, isn't that just an ebook? And I'm like, well, you don't when you buy the ebook, you don't own the ebook. It's not your ebook. It's it could disappear. Like, I was on a space earlier today, and they were talking about how they lived outside the United States, and they had purchased at one point a Lord of the Rings um, series, like Fellowship of the Ring, to read to their kids, and then they went to pull it up on their Kindle, and it was gone because the publisher or whatever it was, the connection that they had with Amazon was severed, and so all of those books got taken. And so he's like, I bought it. I spent my, you know, $15 or whatever, but then now it's just gone. And then people with Kindles that are just filled with, like, my um, my uh, sister-in-law has a Kindle that's so full of all of these books, but she doesn't own any of them. And I think if I told her out loud, you don't own those, <laughs> that she would be really upset, you know, because she's like, I have so much money invested in all of this. And so if we can, getting around to my point of my story, my point of my brainstorm is what could we call it? Um, and so I went down this rabbit hole of reading the background of the book when it was first created. What was it first called? And you know, everything from codex to folio to biblio to, you know, all of these different things. And is there a way to talk about literature on the blockchain? Could it be? Um, and so this is my this is my brainstorm idea that when we're talking about a literary NFT, could we talk about it as like a literary cube because it's on the blockchain um like a lit cube i don't know i'm not married to any of these things it's just an idea but i was thinking you know a cube has six sides and so the 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 nft itself you know there's the author bio in there and the the piece of literature itself and then the illustrations or the musical numbers and then the illustrator bio or the musician bio and author notes and interviews, podcasts, recordings, the literature trailer, whatever. And then that also lit cube also is a ticket to an IRL or a virtual event online or something like that. And so this, this literary cube that you buy that really is the nft you know what i mean i'm just trying to come up with a different way to talk about literary nfts um so that we can present it to the general public and they don't frown at us so that's my thought this has been super heavy on my mind lately um as well because nft is so toxic um you know i've I've gone down that rabbit hole pretty heavily myself. Um, the one that I came up with that I liked the best out of out of my out of my ideas was scroll, but it's spelled X C R O L, like a like a scroll but with an X. Um, 
XCROL. I, and I liked that one, so I bought the domain just because I thought maybe I'll do something with that at some point. But I like Lake Cube a lot too. That's a that's a great one. I the other things I've been thinking is like maybe we should focus on you know the fact that it's blockchain or the fact that it's on-chain, like we could call it um, OCP, on-chain publishing or on-chain literature, an OCL or come up with some clever acronym that like describes it without saying it's a an NFT or a blockchain product. I thought about that also. I thought about, oh, sorry, Dylan, didn't mean to jump in. <laughs> well, um, go ahead if you want. I've I've got two two more to throw on the uh, on the old pile here, as it were. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can do or something here. No, please, you go right ahead. I'll I'll cross my fingers and keep keep my thought. You you jump in. <laughs> okay, as you as you wish. Um, okay, so the first one I've got is is short for distributed publishing. Uh, it is DPUB, and and basically I'm thinking like instead of EPUB, you know, it's a vehicle for a book. It's maybe got a metadata standard in it somewhere, uh, you know, and and so so it's just like a DPUB, and and you just talk about it like it's a book, you know. Uh, so so it just uses like all the existing sort of metaphors, and you know, you can even like think about like IP rights and stuff with them. Um, and then there, there's another one which everybody's probably gonna hate, but. I mean, I kind of just have to say, <laughs> um, meta book, right? So, so it's it's like the the thing that comes after the book. You know, meta is Greek for after. There's like the metaverse, all all that stuff. I mean, uh, I don't know, meta book. Maybe that's better than DPUB. Anyway, so so those are kind of my like sacrifices to the offering here. I still yeah. like meta book. But um, I also still like Omnibook, which is one that you, me, and uh, Phil of Austin came up with. But um, apparently, Omnibook was a bad, like, pre-laptop computer or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that as well. Yeah, the Omnibook. Um, yeah, I would. I would. Uh, I, I know that a lot of companies, when they when, when they want to get away from the term NFT, they use digital digital collectible. But that doesn't that doesn't you know give any flavor of the literature aspect to it. So I'm kind of liking DPUB. Uh, Metabook, I feel like I've seen that somewhere, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I like I like DPUB too. I I also like the so the idea of thinking about something else that's not like the play on words, like a chain link, like a link in a chain, like would, but see, then that gets too down far a rabbit hole of, I don't know all of the vernacular or all of the jargon that goes with technical things. Like how did we ever even come up with the word blockchain? And so um, could that, I don't know, but that's kind of why I thought about cube because I was like, Oh, a block is a cube. And is that something to build on? Aha, uh-huh, pun intended. You know what I mean? And so the, um, but I like, I like DPUB because that, that doesn't, it doesn't corner us with book or MetaPub after public. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, only, the other thing I don't like about a uh, digital collectible is the, besides the fact that it's, it doesn't mention, you know, the literature aspect to it. It also sort of forces the collectible aspect to it, and some books are collectible, but not all of them. And so, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know what what I'm saying, but I just wanted to add that. 
Oh, that's such a good point. Like, yeah, there's there's so much utility that you get just from interacting with um, things that are on blockchains. You know, I'd, I've been tweeting about this. Um, I, I pretty much have, like, left Twitter. Like, I've, I've gotten rid of the app and stuff on my phone. I don't carry it around with me anymore. But sometimes when I'm at the house, you know, I'll, I'll be at the laptop and I'll be, you know, tweeting away anyway. And, and so one of the things I've been tweeting about lately is the... Uh, the, the need to just, you know, at like not even just for books, but like as an industry to like try to get away from the NFT uh, word, you know. And, and so one of the things that I tweeted was, let's just call them apps, you know, because what is an NFT if not like an instance of, you know, an application of a potential use case of that blockchain? And, and so I, I don't know if that's really the direction to go either. Um, but another thing just to kind of throw some uh, some mud into the water and just, just kind of make things slightly less clear here, I guess, is um, this idea that we could be calling NFTs just applications. And, and you could think of your book as like an app, you know, and, and it would be uh, not wrong, right? It's like an app that runs in your web browser. Um, for for most of our NFT books that, that we've got, like um, that, that's how the page that ones are. Um, that's probably how more of them will be over over time. But you know, we have uh, a number of different standards, and I'm just kind of starting to learn about like you know just exactly how uh, everybody's putting these NFT assets together and how they're structuring their metadata and stuff. So so as we kind of like work towards the standard, I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's potentially like a little bit of uh, of room to think like, okay, what what are the assets that live on blockchains going to be called if not NFTs? And and then to try to kind of position, you know, backwards to that. Like, so maybe they're just book apps. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Wait, I came up with another one. I, I was just thinking about it. <laughs> this is the, the fun rabbit hole. Um, I, how about this? Compos, C-O-M-P-O-S. P-O apostrophe S. So compos are like compositions or composed works. Compos. You know what I bet's going to happen? I, I bet everybody is going to have ideas and we're, we're going to do like different, like sort of like derivatives from the metadata standard maybe. And, and so there will be like all these different sort of prefabricated rule sets, you know, that are like templates that somebody can, you know, come access at some point and, and get their... Uh, Ooh, MetaLid in the chat. Tell us about it, Rihanna. I, I don't know. I just thought of it. <laughs> I, in fact, thought you said it. <laughs> I thought somebody else said it. Um, and, oh, I think you said MetaBook. Because I keep thinking, how can we get away from book? Because book pigeonholes you into a book. And people think a book is, you know, a book length. But there's so many things that could encompass all of this. And so poetry and short stories and all of these things um, that aren't just books. And so meta-lit, I don't know. See, this is the conversation that I thought I was going to be at yesterday um, with the product um, section of um, the metadata standards group. So I thought it was going to be a conversation about product, about what we should, how we should package product, like this kind of thing. This is actually almost exactly the conversation that I was thinking and hoping that that was going to be. But I don't think it was that, right, Dylan? Well, of course not. Nothing, nothing is ever what you think it's going to be. Um, <laughs> I, I would say we talked about that 
Um, uh, but you know, like, like we also, I, I got in a little bit of trouble for for going off the technical deep end and you know, like positing products and stuff. And then at the end, what we were doing, <laughs> I think that CD is talking about, is uh, is is me and one of, one of the guys from uh, Pubdow. We're actually going through like the W3 doc of the EPUB standard, and we were trying to like figure out how this thing does metadata and and how it puts that together and stuff. And so, so I mean, I, I don't know. At, at the end of the day, I think uh, I, I think what we're gonna have is gonna be kind of a Cambrian explosion. You know, like, like there's gonna be this this backbone that all these different applications can kind of share. And what that's going to do is that's going to make it easy to come in and innovate, you know? So, so you're going to be able to come in and you're going to say like, oh, okay, so, so CD did, you know, does these compos and he puts them out this way. And I want to do something similar, but maybe change like one rule or one variable or something, or, or maybe just put my own content into it, you know? And, and then, so, so somebody's going to be able to come in and, and try that out, you know? Uh, and and so, so so having like kind of this shared uh, baseline, you know, like entry level, like open source, you know, this is what a thing looks like when we publish it on the blockchain um, may end up entailing, you know, a handful of these different visions or, or maybe one of each or, or maybe just uh, maybe, maybe one will win out um, over all of them. But but I, I think that, you know, there, there's so much diversity among publishable works. And, you know, everybody keeps saying like the, the net cost of publishing a new uh, work of authorship is headed towards zero. So I, I think there's going to be um, a, a lot of different opportunities for uh, projects to come into the space and, and find a niche for themselves kind of in among all the different things that are. <laughs> yeah, X curl a little. OK, OK, that is kind of a silly one, but I like it. I like it. Yeah. It's building off of the, the thing about you know the L switching the L and the D on build and all those things. Yeah, yeah, we definitely got some creative ideation going on here in the house. That's pretty cool. Yeah, when, when we when we talk about the registry tomorrow, it's it's going to be interesting because I, I think there it's going to have um, a lot to do with sort of you know who puts what into uh, the standard. And then just sort of how that works. And, and maybe it's going to be a separate layer that's kind of like built on top of the standard. So, so this might be a, uh, a DAP that, that reads the standard and, and sort of takes the, the stuff that people put in and, and makes that available at like a, a different level for like a user. Uh, CD's got Borks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> a Bork chain. Oh, I love it. That's funny. What about lit chain? Lit chain, lit chain. That rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It that, does. Really like that. That would be a uh, that would be a, a, a never-ending choose-your-own-adventure story, you know. So it'd be like a an application that was like a a framework that you could publish on, and like maybe somebody would write the first one, and then you know it would like iteratively go from there, you know. Right. <laughs> We could do all these different things and you know you're having to pick like token id 468 and go read that one and maybe there's a hyperlink so it's exactly. easy so that's a that's a pass the pin thing totally totally oh man where's easy at uh, it's probably like nft nyc I, I think everybody is traveling this week is is, is it nft nyc week am i right in uh, no that's um <laughs> collectors will be litters <laughs> oh 
Um, no, uh, that is not until the second week of April. Second week of April. Okay, so we're we're getting right up close to the first week of April. So that's uh, what a week from week from this coming Monday. Yeah, yeah. I fly out the tenth. Yep, yep. A litter Crazy. of letters. Yeah, a group litters. of them. Litter of letters. That would be a meta a meta litter, I guess. A meta litter. Because <laughs> I keep wanting. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Kitty litters. Because uh, I keep uh, wanting to do something, you know, start a hashtag that's not literary NFTs. But I never know. I, I'm like, I don't know what to put. I don't know what to put it, put out there. I don't know what to. Anyway, so I just keep thinking about it and thinking about it to try to decide what could we call it that's not an NFT. It's so hard to like to come up with something that. Um that works as a hashtag that isn't already taken and that, um, and that people will use and understand right away. I mean, I, I feel like that's, what's essential. It needs to be, there needs to be something built into it that allows people to instantly comprehend what you're talking about. Um, or you just have to have extreme mass adoption, but all of that is very difficult. Mm -hmm. And then another mm -hmm. thing to think about in, in, in that same vein is something that's easy to search for. Like for example, you don't you don't want to you don't want to use a synonym where you know it, like say like say Bjork like what B J O R K. Of course, everyone's going to be looking for the musician and not your term. So uh, that's another thing. Think about how search engines uh, would not confuse it with other things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's a great great point because Google consistently, even after you know, fifteen years. Still, if you type in vagabond, Google will say, did you mean to type in vagabond with an A? <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly the situation. I've, I've been in a band for many, many years. I, I don't think I've mentioned this before, but I've been in a band for many, many years. And we, we thought it would be cool to call ourselves the nematodes, but to misspell it. Right. So it was N-E-M-A-T-O-A-D-S uh, 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 instead of, you know, the actual. But of course. Now the search engine, you know, it turns out that there's another band in Indiana called the Nematodes, spelled correctly, N-E-M-A-T-O-D-E-S. Uh -oh. And sure enough, I go to the Nematodes page in Indiana, and like half of the people that are in our group are in their group. And I'm sure it's because they did a search and they got redirected by Google and they said, oh, oh, oh here's their page. You know, they added it to it. So, yep, oh, real no. world experience with the uh, effects of this. George, you, you got to tell me, is it a klezmer band? For some reason, I just picture you playing in a klezmer band. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a. It's actually. It's all instrumental, which is kind of funny because I, I consider myself a poet. But, oh, oh. So uh, it's a, it's a basically, it's it's a style of surf music. We started off. We started off doing surf music. So it's so the kind of thing that you do that you hear in the back of uh, in the background of Pulp Fiction, um, and then we kind of veered off into some Spanish influences and Middle Eastern influences and. And and kind of, but 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 there's no lyrics. I'm I'm adamant about that because I don't like the way lyrics are used in songs. And and I have a there's this big, you know, not a big controversy, but a lot of people say, well, are lyrics poems or poems lyrics? And and I think they're fundamentally different things. But I won't I won't go into that. But I was I was a. Uh, it's important to me when I play in a band that it have no lyrics that it's just music. 
Well, please sometimes share uh, links to some of your music because that's that's exactly my jam right there. As I like surf guitar and um, you know Dick Dale and the Deltones and um, also Middle Eastern and and klezmer music as well. So um, I, I think I'd probably like what you guys are putting together. Link I, the link I shared is uh, I don't know if he's been it, the, the 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 guitar player actually maintains it, so that may no longer be man, maintained. I'm not sure because it's been a while. Kind of veered off, uh, veered off of the topic, however. <laughs> or did we? No worries, no worries. This is great. Yeah, maybe the, maybe the source of uh, an electronic or, or, a, or a book on the blockchain will some somehow be hidden within nematodes. Maybe somehow this will be the strange genesis of of the term we end up using. Right. Wait, <laughs> wouldn't it be crazy if we actually just started calling them nematodes? <laughs> That was that was that was the other thing. I was thinking of of maybe having a term that had nothing to do with anything. Like for example, you know how theoretical physics, you know, they said, oh, the charm quark and the up quark and the down quark, and it kind you know has nothing to do with anything. And they just they just use it as a title. But the problem there is that you run into the same issue with the, the search engine giving you the wrong thing. <laughs> Unless it's a brand new word that nobody else uses for anything, like scroll no spelled with an X. <laughs> XDROL is definitely the most uh, unique uh, thing on the list. I, I think uh, I don't know. I, I, I think maybe DPUB is kind of kind of in that vein too. Not to not to toot the horn of my own uh, uh, book so, word. <laughs> hey, DPUB is is amazing, but um, I'm I'm actually I haven't looked, but it's not being used anywhere else. DPUB, like it's not being used in like by Adobe or something like that. Uh, you know, it may be, I, I have the domain, uh, I have depub dot something. Um, I, I could look that up. I mean, if, if people actually like that now, I, I think I actually did, uh, a few things with it. I, I can't remember exactly what all, but, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Like four or five months ago, it feels like, you know, there, there is like kind of a depub moment for me. And I was like, maybe this will be a thing. <laughs> um, and so yeah, yeah, cool. If if we want to end up using that for something, then then I'm all about it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm kind of stoked about how how musical the page DAO is. I, I feel like you know every, everybody in page <laughs> yeah, it seems like is uh, is is a musical person. I like music, and I uh, I sometimes make some bad music, but uh, definitely not musical. George, I'm looking at your page. Are you in Austin? Um, yeah, yeah, that's where I live. Oh, do you do you and Dylan know each other in person? No, I know that Dylan. I don't know if he's. I don't know if you're Dylan. If you're still in Austin, you, you keep mentioning Lubbock. It makes me think that you moved to Lubbock. Uh, but yeah. I know that. Yeah, I know that. I know that a long time ago you mentioned. Well, first off, on Scent, you had published a book about the uh, the uh, Silicon Hills mysteries or something. And I saw that, and I, I was actually the first purchaser of that. I don't know if you realize that, but I bought that off a of scent, and and uh, and it's like, oh well, I'm, I said, oh, I'm, I'm sure this person, I'm sure this author like lives in Austin, you know, because you know Austin, Silicon Hills, or whatnot. So I kind of I kind of knew you lived in Austin, Dylan, anyways, uh, at least for a while, but I, I've never actually met Dylan in real life. You know, I still go back down there sometimes. Maybe, maybe I should shoot you a DM next time I'm going to be in town, and we could like go to radio or something. Yeah, sounds good. Radio's right down the street from where I live. Or you could invite him to, uh, do, do you guys go do uh, uh, open mic poetry readings? Anything like that? That would be cool. 
there was a place called Flipnotics, and I used to always go to the, the poetry readings on Flipnotics, although I never actually read there. I just kind of listened to other people read. But Flipnotics is, is alas, it is no more. But um, the, uh, the place that we just mentioned, Radio, uh, they, the, one of the people that, the, the, the owner of Radio used to work at Flipnotics. And so there's actually a connection between Radio and Flipnotics because they ended up hiring a lot of the same people. But the person that used to do the, the uh, poetry mics she moved to Marfa. Um, great, great person. Um, I don't know if they radio d- does poetry mics. I know they have live music, but I, I could look into that. This is what we do. I think Dylan and I drank some beers at, at radio. Maybe that wasn't that place. Anyway, um, I've got to jump off here, you guys. Thank you guys so much for uh, waiting for me. And uh, Riona, for the, the nice introduction, I'm assuming that it was nice. Um, of course it was nice. <laughs> It'd be funny if it wasn't. I'm like, that dirty rotten. No. <laughs> okay. Um, aloha to you guys and hope you have a great rest of your day. Aloha. Yeah, aloha. Later, Don. I mean, CD. Oh, well, well yeah. Go ahead, Dylan. Oh, I got nothing. It's been a good show, but I, I think. Uh... I think I've expressed all of the thoughts that I had. How, how are you me doing too. in that? Yeah, no, me too. Me too. I, I really wanted to mull around that other, you know, what do we call literary NFTs instead. Um, but it'll come to us. It'll pop into our heads sometime and we'll just be like, that's it. That's the thing. Uh, so, uh, Dylan, do you want to sign off? I guess uh, the only sign-off I like to do is my peace, love, and whee! <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Are you up for it, George? Uh, uh, well, I guess. I mean, we have a similar thing with the band. When the band leaves, we have this really goofy band handshake, and the bass player refuses to do it because it's so silly. But me and the, me and the guitar player would be like, you know, we do, we do the little <laughs> thing with our hands. We're moving up and down, and we do the, you know, it's so, so, so. I'm hesitant, but I'll go ahead and do it because, you know, the okay. it's just us. All right. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for coming. And thank you for listening now and in the future. This has been the Paige Dow Show, and we are signing off. Peace, love, and, and whipping. <laughs> Peace, love, and woot. <laughs> much love, everyone. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was The Page Dow Show, episode 25, hosted by Epic Dylan, Riona Morgan, and CD Vagabond, with special guests, odd writings, and cryptoversal books. Recorded on Tuesday, March 28th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support meow. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke rolls in when I start a session Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded 
shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.